Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path of recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Good morning, Glenn. Mikey, great to be back, brother. Yeah, it's good to hey, be here. Special day today. I know, right? Special this day. is like uh, this is like Christmas morning, kind of. We're opening <laughs> a new present this morning. I know. So I have to. I have to admit, you know, I was talking to to my wife, and you know, I I'm cautious about what I share with her. I just don't share my whole journey. She knows I'm on a journey, but you know, so I I um, you know I share with her about sober coffee. Sure. And she goes. Well, where's the women? Where's the women? Where's the women? And I'm like, women drink coffee. I know, <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> women go through recovery. A lot of coffee. Yeah, I know. Right. So, a so, lot of recovery. I love my wife, man. And she, she's like, hey, you know what? You and uh, Mike are, you know, okay. She goes, but women are going to want to hear from other women. Yeah, I'm like, so. well, I'll just tell Mikey to talk in a higher voice. Hello. And, 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 <laughs> and I didn't Michael, go. My best Michael Jackson impersonation. Right. So, yeah, so we pulled up a table for three today. Love it. Uh, we got the tall boy coffees going, and uh, we got Megan joining us. Megan, good morning. Hey Megan, guys. welcome. Welcome, welcome. So, you know, I when, uh, when I called this coffee, when I called this coffee, I called Megan and I said, Megan, can you join us for coffee? And Glenn said, oh, great. He said, Megan. I said, right, my firecracker. She's my <laughs> firecracker. Uh, I just love her approach to recovery. And, and uh, we thought we'd share a, couple of, you know, share a couple of minutes this morning talking about uh, her journey. You guys are, are getting used to hearing about our journey. But yeah, Megan, love to hear a little bit about your journey. Uh, experience, and strength, and hope. Experience, right? strength, and hope, right. Good morning, guys. Good Thank morning. you Welcome for back. asking me to come. I feel like you guys give me more credit. Um, and maybe I'm a firecracker because I curse a lot. You know, ah! before we started this. Don't um, disappoint us. So that's I know, right. I asked if uh, swearing was okay. So I'm going to try to keep it like PG, PG-13. PG-13. Um, <clears throat> oh, shucks. <laughs> um, okay, so experience, strength, and hope and kind of what it was like. I definitely don't like to share too hard on a drunken drugalogue, but I am definitely qualified to be here. Um, there's just a few things that I like to share um, when I'm talking about my experience, strength, and hope. Um, I come from a good family, um, a good upbringing. I don't have any real tra- childhood trauma. Um, I feel like maybe the worst memory is misbehaving in church and getting a spanking, you know? <clears throat> I've been there too. In church? Or did they wait till you got it? Was it just the look in the church? Look. Oh boy. The look. You knew what was coming. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. the look. And I'm number six out of seven kids. So there was a lot of looks, oh my you know? Goodness. It's awesome. Um, but I, I like to share that because this disease doesn't discriminate, you know? I don't come from a broken home. I, you know, didn't have any childhood trauma and I still am what I am, an alcoholic and a drug addict. Um, You know, if I think back to it, my biggest rationale for my drinking and drugging was, I just like to party, you know? I'm not hurting anybody. Um, And that partying turned uh, into a little more than partying and solo partying and just 24-7 partying. Um, and I was sharing this with a sponsee, um, the other day that, um, you know, 
it was just anything to take away self. That's really what it was for me. Um, it, it, It could be a pill. It could be, you know... You know, snorting something, drinking something, anything to to not feel self. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to rehab for the first time when I was 19. And I remember sitting outside of the Mokina Fellowship Club when mm-hmm. it was behind Aurelio's, oh. you know, with a couple people. Wow, um, that's going back. Going way back, okay? <clears throat> I've been trying to do this for, you know, know, over 10 years. And um, saying, you know, I think I just, if I stay away from the hard drugs, sure. I think I'll be sure. okay. You know, and they said, all right, you know, if that's what you need to do, like, we're here for you. Right. You know, if you need to come back. And yes, if I remove the drugs, Mm -hmm. I become a raging alcoholic. Sure. You know, Um, that's what happens. It took me a while to figure that out. So relapse is a big part of my story. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I've been trying to get sober for over 10 years. I sit here today with almost two years, May 13th. I will have two years. Um, And I've hit a point of sobriety that I've never made it to before. You know, I've had- That's amazing, that's great. Yeah, three months, six months, nine months, a year, and I've picked up a drink after it. So, what I like to talk about today is like what I do differently. Yeah, you know, right. um, and it's pretty simple, you guys. Like, if you just take the suggestions, oh, you know. You I know. I wish I had something like more powerful, but that's what it is for me. <clears throat> and really admitting complete defeat, like. Mm-hmm. I had a tendency to kind of have my shit together. Sure. There's first. Oh, there we go. Ding, first ding, 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 ding. Yeah, we got a bell. <laughs> ding, ding. We got a bell. Um, now I forgot what I was saying because I said shit. Admit, I, I always admitting look, defeat. Yeah, yeah admitting I always defeat. look like I have my shit together. Sure. I was a very good. Well, at least that's what I tell myself. A very good functioning drug addict and alcoholic. Sure. You sure. know, I still usually had a job and I would show up drunk or high, but I would show but up. You would show up, right? <clears throat> So that's what Mikey calls the the Facebook life, right? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. You know, it looks great on Facebook. It looks great on the Christmas card. But what's really going on inside, you know? That's yes. right. What happened between takes? What happened Literally. between takes? Totally. And I, I, love, I love how you started there and, and you said, you know, admitting utter, utter defeat. Mm-hmm. Utter defeat. Not just admitting defeat, utter defeat. I love the way you said that because... That that's where I had to. That's where I had to end up right. to start the. I had to start there. Yeah, I feel like you can't work the rest of the steps if you don't right. completely admit right. that you're powerless over this. And mm-hmm. you know, I I think a lot too. What comes to me with like surrender and defeat, my first immediate thought is like weakness. Sure. Like, why can't you get this? Oh, why my. why are you so weak? You know, why do you need this program? And why can't you just stop? You know, right. But I mean, I feel like there's a lot of power behind it when you really do it. Absolutely. You know? And taking suggestions from other people, I think that's great too. And and for me anyway, I seem to attract myself to those like you that have the sobriety target that you're at. You've got some sobriety behind you. And so, yeah, I hang on your every word. What's your next suggestion? And uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's spot on. Thanks. Yeah. Um, another thing I like to talk about too is how it affected my family. You know, mm. I come from a big family, Irish Catholic. We're very, we're very tight, you know. 
And my addiction was so extreme that when I was like 19, 20 years old, my parents literally kidnapped me, you know? Mm. And I can laugh about it mm. today, but they literally tricked me, said, come to the house, babysit so-and-so, we'll pay you, ding, ding. That was mm -hmm. it for me. I'm going to get some money. Mm -hmm. And, mm. you know, my parents sat me down. It was probably the first time I saw my dad cry. It said, we, we can't let you die. You know, we mm. have to save you. You don't have insurance. We can't send you to the rehab. So guess what? You know, this is our rehab. Mm. And I literally- So that was an intervention of, of some sort, right? Yeah, wow. a pretty serious intervention wow. with the whole family. And, um, you know, my, my dad literally retired early because of it um, and quit his job so that he could try and save me. Um, and unfortunately that didn't even work. You know, mm -hmm. we're going back 19, 20 years old and, um, I did it for a little bit because I felt bad. I sure. hurt my dad. He's crying. Sure. My mom, she's crying. I slept handcuffed to my mother. Like that's how extreme uh. it was, you know? And I did it for a little bit and, you know, I planned an escape and I did it. I literally run away. I ran away from my, my mom in the grocery store hmm. and ran back to you know the love of my life sure you know that we were doing heroin together so right um, the love of your so, life was the heroin not the guy yeah. there was a right. guy involved both, though, right. both. <laughs> so you were a runner yeah. as they yeah. call them yes yeah. yes run from anything that's uncomfortable or just well, doesn't work with escape yeah what yeah. i want to do um so i did that uh, a lot of running back and forth and when my life would get you know, too much, or I had lost my car and I was homeless, then I would come back to the program because mm -hmm. I had no other option, sure. right. you know? Right. I did that for many years, as you can see, a lot of back and forth. Yeah. So, so the things you do today, uh, the things you do today are amazing because I see you around the rooms a lot. I know you do a lot in your, you work your program, as they like to say. And what are some of the, what are some of the, your main, go-tos, you know, what are some of your main activities in the course of a day? Glenn talks about 22 things. Yeah, so that's a great question. And I'd like to ask one big one yes. before we get to yes. that. Yes, all right, go. All right, so almost two years, right? Right. Okay, so some, some call that 11 months. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, 20, uh, 20, 23 months, right? <clears throat> um, so um, what was it? What was your point of surrender? What, mm. what was, did, did anything happen? Um, you know, that, that, that caused that first step, um, that first day, the first hour of your 23 or so month journey here. Yeah, I actually can't remember that day because I was so mm. um, under the influence. And this last time around, I became heavily addicted to prescription pills, mm. um, benzos and, and uh, opiates. And those, it, it, if I look back at anything in my drinking and drugging history, those are what literally consumed my life and mm. was... Um, you know, the detox from that was literally crippling. I could not leave the house. Um, I actually had to go to a medicated uh Man, I'm sorry to hear that. That, that, is, that, sure. is, that yeah. is painful. It's it's pretty intense, and that's why I really... Long too. Yeah, yeah. It takes, a, you know, it's like a solid three to six months before you actually mm. feel normal again. Wow. Mm -hmm. Not to say that I'm normal right now, but, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it took a while. But it was... Um, Halloween and family, everybody was over and I was like sick. Um, 
And my sister is also in the program, and she's a huge, huge part of my sobriety and why I'm here today. Um, and I was literally nodding out on the couch in front of all the kids and everything. And my sister was just like, what the fuck? You know, is anybody going to say anything? Like, she is not okay. And I don't remember that. I remember mm -hmm. waking up the next day and being like, holy shit. Like, here what we go happened? again. Right. But the biggest thing that I felt was relief. Oh my God! Now everybody knows. Like I don't have to. I don't have to hide anymore. Mm. Like I can get out. well. Yeah. <clears throat> I knew it was a problem when I became when I got a prescription to Xanax. That mm. was you know mm. I went to you know a bogus doctor that was like yeah, yeah. here you go here's a hundred Xanax mm. bars for thirty days yeah. go ahead yeah 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 and I knew it was a problem and I was taking so many and I knew I knew what I was doing but I was like I cannot alone I can't I don't know what to do so her calling me out was that was the first step right there and then you know that next day I started calling rehabs and facilities you know everybody's crying my mom's freaking out they didn't know mm. my mom and dad you know and I was living with them but you can't fool another addict nobody no, you understands right. you like another alcoholic exactly and, addict. Right. and it's a double whammy when it's your own sister mm. you know so from there, I went to a detox <clears throat> and I was like, you know, you're the superstar there. Okay. Because I've been doing this for a long you fucking got time. Love, yeah. like, oh, love being the superstar. Yeah. Megan. Megan the example. Yeah. You were, <laughs> like Megan. You were leading the class. That's yes. Right. Yes. I'm sharing my experience sure. with, got all the, with answers. the newcomers, everything. Awesome. Oh, you're going to do great when you get out of here. You just, you know, you know what you got to do. I'm like, hell yeah, I do. Yeah. I got what did this. I do? Yep, less than maybe 30 days, I took a pill, you <laughs> oh, know? Right. And I, I also like to share over the last 10 years that my disease has like morphed into a more socially acceptable, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I prescription pills. My name is on the bottle, you know? I can't get my kid taken away for that. Mm -hmm. I started with crack and heroin. You definitely get your kid taken away for right. that, you know? Um, and a lot of bad things. Um so it, I really got to watch it, man. This disease is cunning, baffling, and powerful that for is. me. It manipulates everything in my life, even just, you know, my thoughts. Right. So, right. Man, that's that's great. Certainly appreciate you sharing that. Sorry, Michael. I'll, I'll, I'll let you jump back to, <laughs> no, to your because, exploration, yeah. but I, I just mean, felt like it was missing. You sure. Know? Absolutely. Yeah. Halloween. That moment. Right. Halloween right. moment. Yeah. No, it's all good stuff. So what are some of the things you do today to keep yourself sober? Well, I, do, I don't think I have 22, like Glenn. Yeah, he's an overachiever. Hey, I'm working. I said I want to be like <laughs> yeah, you guys right, when I grow right, up. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> Careful what you ask for. Yeah, but as, I, yeah as, soon as, you, as soon as you get 22, I'll do 23. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly, right, right. No, I keep it really simple. It mm -hmm. has to be simple for me. Um, and I have a busy life today, too. Yeah, and that's do. because of sure. my, my sobriety and the program that I work. Um, balance is a huge thing for me. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and... I, the the simplicity of asking for God's help in the morning. Mm -hmm. And it's simple. My prayers are not, you know, super holy and long. Um, I wish they were. I kind of envy those people no that just... No big words? No big words. <laughs> there, sometimes there's even curse words, you know, depending on where I'm at that day. Totally yeah, get it, man. like what the fuck? That's um, real. Yeah. Yeah. Just help me not be fucked up today. Right, God. right. That's it, right. you know? And, and I've gotten past the obsession to 
you know, of the drink and drug. Sure. And I don't, I don't really think about that, but it's the crazy that's underneath it's the, crazy the drink and the drug. Sure. sure. You know, so I ask God to direct my thoughts first thing in the morning. That's usually my first prayer. And then I try to do a reading. Um, I've been on Jesus Calling lately. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I'm trying to amp everything. Something that I've always struggled with is the spirituality part. Sure. And I think it's just because I want more or I see somebody else who's more spiritual. And I was right. like, fuck, I want to be like wanna that. want to get that. You yeah, know? right, right. Yeah, so, but I, I'm where I'm at. And like, I'm working it. My sponsor has to tell me all the time, like, you, you you're good. Right. Like, you ask for God's help whenever you need it on a daily basis and you're doing the next right thing, like it doesn't have to be this big, huge, you know, spiritual experience and a spiritual awakening. I share about that too. It's happened over the course of the last almost two years. You know, um, would I like to be more spiritual? Yeah. You know, um, maybe if I curse less, I don't know. (laughs) You know, Megan, I'll tell you I've tried that. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh, You know, you want to be more, I think, I think there's probably a good chance that somebody's listening to us today who wants to be where you're at, you know, and, and thank you for sharing that hope because I hear it. I hear it in, in your voice. I hear what, what, where you were, what happened and what you're like now. I hear it in your voice and I hope that somebody takes that first step. You know, somebody says, I'm, I'm utterly defeated. I need help. And then I hope somebody begins to take suggestions from people who have walked the path of recovery. Right. You know, and uh, yeah, I really, I, I really appreciate your time this morning. Wait, so I want to share one more. Yes, thing. please do, because okay. you're coming back. Real you know. quick, real yeah. quick. Oh, I see you looking at my Facebook. Post. I know. Well, you know, I'm on, I'm yeah, on, right? fa- on this, this thing called Facebook, right? And uh, no, I just noticed the post you did. I think I noticed it early this morning or last night. Um, you know, just bragging on your daughter, and I'm like, you know, that's what that's part of the promises coming true. Literally. Because you, know? you, you wouldn't have that no. you know, if you didn't have your 23 months. No. Or 22, 24 months. <laughs> right. Not only does my 22. shirt say a cool mom, but I'm a sober, present mom today. You know, like, that's a huge fucking deal. And Can't be I, cool if you're not present. Right. That's right. That's right. And I'm so grateful for that. One last thing I wanted to share about, though, in regards to my program and how I work it, I also just um, got my first sponsee, you guys. Okay. And for years, my prior sponsor that kind of helped me get my shit together and my current sponsor have been talking about it. Like, you're ready. Raise your fucking hand in the meetings and say I'm ready to sponsor. It has taken my program to a whole nother level. Like, they're all right. When everyone talks about sponsorship and what it does for me, for you, the one that's doing it, like, you, it's crazy. It is. If if this were a video cast, I wish you all could see her face. It just lit up like (laughs) a... I love it. Yes, it it just lit up like a Las Vegas neon sign. Boy, it was beautiful. We we actually talked about that earlier today. I I shared that, uh, you know, I started... My program went into ultra high gear when I started sponsoring. Um, And I learned more about this program through sponsoring guys and working the steps with guys and, uh, you know, that I ever did going through it by myself. It's amazing. That's part of the 12 steps. Yeah. It's amazing how this thing works. Yeah, I love it. Megan, this is, you're not a one and done. You uh, (laughs) You rock. Yeah, we're going to bring you back, my little firecracker. Bring you back for a cup of coffee again, and we'll uh, Thanks for having me. Thanks so much, Megan. Thanks for helping me stay sober. Absolutely. Love you, girl. Love you. Take care. Talk to you. All right. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. 
contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution. Stay safe in the city of Chicago.